everybody, this is the Empty Arena Podcast, episode 13. I'm John, and I'm here with Andrew, Nick, and Chris. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about Raw and SmackDown recapping for this week. We're going to, uh, we're going to do a Survivor Series uh, analyze of the card. Uh, we are also going to do a Survivor Series dream booking. And we're also introducing a new segment this week called Three Minute Booking. So do we want to just r- jump right into this, gentlemen? Or? Let's jump right in. Solid intro. Very solid. So, uh, so Raw was pretty, uh, pretty okay this week. This is this. Is, I think it was a pretty big week. For very, very big week. Raw and SmackDown. Yes, indeed. There was a um, lot that happened, but uh, speaking of that, I just want to bring up something. Um, uh, Stan Lee. Oh yeah. Away. Uh, yes, yes. No, we should give we a couple of minutes to yeah, yeah, yeah. do that. Uh, Stanley passed away, as you all know, on uh, on Tuesday, I believe it was. Uh, uh, actually, no, it was a Tuesday or Monday he passed away. He passed away on Monday, actually. Yeah, I believe Stanley. I, right? I believe Stanley passed away on Monday. Right. Yeah. Yes. And, no. Uh, yes, he did. And as as you all know, he is the creator and godlike man for Marvel Comics. <laughs> he is the god of comics, he, basically. Yeah. yeah. He, he created, uh, he and, created uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of wrestlers, believe it or not, read comics, read comics at one point in their lives, and looked up to this man for what he had and what what he did for everyone. Um, and I, I just think it's a you know a t- tough thing to see that uh, you know that somebody that's been in the world for a very long time of comics and basically it's... affected everyone, and now he's you know gone. So um, he's gone, but. But what an amazing life he led. Yes. An absolutely amazing life doing something that he absolutely loved and something that brought joy to millions of nerds like us. And, you know, I, I, I love his work. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just an incredible life and a life well spent. Um, but uh, this one hit hard. Yeah. 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 Truly a uh, legacy that will endure for ever for as long as this planet continues to exist and through his work of fiction stanley managed to take many of life's uh, most intricate sensibilities and really shine a light on them that i think any walk of life whether you're a nerd or whether you're not a nerd Mm -hmm. by self-proclamation can relate to to some level so his reach i think is felt uh, more than most people realize and he'll be sorely missed right it's uh, and that goes that goes from everyone on the WWE roster, from The Rock down yeah. to right down to Zack Ryder and and even Batista, and yeah, technically, right? Anybody who was a kid, yeah. well, I mean, you know, Stan- we were all kids at one point, right? Stanley developed characters that people connected with on a much different level than someone would connect with a Superman or a Batman. I love DC Comics, but you know, Spider Man is a character that can't pay his rent on time, right? The Fantastic Four is a dysfunctional family. Right. The X Men are just different people that are you know born a certain way. Right. So it was definitely it was a, a a different world for comic books and you know this you know this ties back into wrestling because I mean wrestling is a world full of heroes and, and villains and you know people that love comic books I'm sure also love wrestling or I'm sure right. vice versa. And this podcast was started because, you know, of our fandom for wrestling and it goes into our fandom for comic books. So he will he will be missed and it's it's you know, it's although he was ninety five, it is it is kinda wild to think that he is, you know, he won't be in any more Marvel movies, but um, you know, he definitely had a, a life well spent and, and a a rich history of characters that he developed that people will enjoy for and a very rich estate also i wonder if i wonder if he already filmed his cameo for the last avengers i think he did i saw I a blurb so. somewhere that'd, that'd be a nice little uh, tribute yeah he's he's filmed yeah. uh, i think a few cameos ahead of time i think and i don't i don't I, I think it's just because he's 95 they wanted to get yeah. As much in as possible. Yeah, yeah. get it all in. <clears throat> right. Um, just... I also want to uh, point out DC Comics made a very classy move. Uh, they they, yeah, they, they, they made a nice. statement on Twitter. If I don't know if you guys saw that. Um, yeah, basically they said that DC looked up to Stan Lee as well, also. We had a, he had a great cameo yeah. in uh, Teen Titans Go to the Movies. 
don't know if you saw that cameo. In I did the, not. It was a it's an animated movie that came out past summer, and he was in two cameos. He was a, a janitor, and uh, at one point the camera is like focuses on him, and he's like, "Oh look, I'm the janitor. This is my cameo." <laughs> and like Robin, like Robin reminds him that he is in a in a DC movie. He's like, "Oh, this is a DC movie. I got to get out of here." <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah i was always amazed of of how he could laugh at himself and he was such a good sport and didn't take himself too seriously because of the realm he was in and that's what he loved to do and uh, just as an aside on social media there have been so many memes that have been created to pay tribute to yes. uh this amazing man and uh, i think um we were talking about DC. There was a meme of, you know, Stanley's grave and, uh, you know, Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman were around. So that was a classy move. And there was also one with uh, Thanos. Yes. Did anybody yeah, see that? Yeah, I saw one? that one. Oh, that was. And, uh... he, and he said he wanted to use a time stone to go back. Yeah. yeah he said like I, I was only I was only supposed to destroy half the universe, not the whole universe. And oh. like he was like considering using you know the time stone to bring him back, which was uh, pretty powerful, to be honest yeah. with you. Not to take yeah. something like that so seriously. I did yeah, but yeah, it yeah. really showed the measure of respect that a lot of people have for him and the work that he did. And there was actually a meme with uh, Toy Story. I don't know if you guys saw this one either. Oh, no. What Toy Story that? 3 at the end when uh, when Andy get, gives uh, you know, donates his ki- uh, toys to uh, to the little girl. Yeah. It's like um, so long. Part yeah, they, they photoshopped Stanley's face on Andy. And everyone from the Avengers essentially on the toys, mm. and he explained to, uh, I believe it was te- uh, to Kevin F- uh, Feige, F- Feige, Feige, I, I know Feige, 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 whatever. I can never pronounce the last name, but um, he was photoshopped on the little girl's head, and he was basically like Stanley was basically explaining to everyone, you know, this is the Hulk, he's you know the powerhouse. Oh, of, I see, I like, see. You know, and this is Thor, and you know, and then Spider Man was on Woody's. Ah. Uh. And he was like, "Oh, this is my favorite." But Spidey, what are you doing in here? Yeah, you know, it, it's it's sad. But um, on that note, I think uh, I think we should move into raw. Yeah, it's definitely. And, um, it's, we just yeah. wanted to. Yeah, just wanted I mean, to. This is all about nerd culture, right? Yeah. And, so, uh, Excelsior, everyone. Excelsior. Yep. So, hey, right, now jumping into raw. On a lighter note, raw SmackDown Survivor Series. What didn't happen this week? My God. I don't know what did yeah. happen. What didn't happen? <laughs> what did happen? That's why we have to recap it. Right? <laughs> so, um, do we want to jump into the matches, or do we want to just jump into more or less the the the, the storylines and I how think they progress? We can go right into Survivor Series and kind of go from there because okay. the, I I feel like this was the only week that we really had a a, a, a hype progress. to to uh, Survivor Series. Well, I'm the, thinking more or less a progression because a lot of storylines progressed. I think this last week. 100%. A lot of storylines changed right. completely. Yeah. Complete yep. 180. Right. This is really Survivor Series week. Right. I mean, everything. I remember. I remember last year. I think like the right at the beginning of the month, we had that weird segment where like SmackDown came in and beat up Raw. Or yeah. The other way around, or oh, no, it was yeah. SmackDown came in and beat right. up Raw. Yep. Well, and, segueing right into this, one SmackDown member came to beat up ah uh, Raw essentially. Guys, uh, I have an official announcement to make. Uh, at MetLife Stadium on April 7th, I will be proposing to Becky Lynch. Whether she hears me or not, uh, that remains to be, to be seen, but I will try my best. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, that, that's, uh, that's another thing we forgot to mention. We are all going to WrestleMania 35. Yes, WrestleMania We're going 35. to WrestleMania. We all have Can't to point at a sign now. Yeah, we have to do the WrestleMania yeah. season point sign. <laughs> yeah, point to the sign. The Royal Rumble. Just point. They love it when, they, when you point to the sign. Right? <laughs> But uh, I don't think we'll be able to uh, podcast it from there live. So, so let's let's we'll, we'll post pictures let's, in April. Let's talk well, Vince about Vince McMahon. Listen, yeah. Vince, what do you think? <laughs> it's great. You guys are the best. <laughs> God damn it, podcast. God damn it, pal. So wait, let's let's talk about Ronda Rousey and uh, and and Becky Lynch. Well, now it's Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair at Survivor Series. Yeah, yeah. indeed it is. What? But, due to, what an incredible storyline, though. Yeah, and due to Nia Jax. Literally beating the shit out of Becky Lynch. That was a tough uh, punch to watch. Yeah. My God. Yeah. yeah. Becky broke her nose, right? Becky broke her yeah. nose. Yeah. Her, her, got her a bit nose of a concussion. Was contorted. Yeah. When she so that I thought that was a great segment at the very end to have Alexa Bliss come out, go you know go through the, the roster, and then it cuts right to Becky beating up mm-hmm. Ronda. At, at one point, I said, okay, okay, this means that 
Becky will definitely lose on Sunday. Damn right. it. But now we don't know what, you know, what that where that storyline storyline will lead to because we uh, right. um now we have an, uh, Becky's injured and she decided to uh swap herself in, or tried to swap herself out with Charlotte Flair. And we got to talk about that hug and I aren't they like bitter Rivals. That's what I thought too. I was like, wait a second, you know, these they, two they were never rectified they, that heel turn. Beating the heck out of each other, slamming each other on chairs, and uh, <laughs> spearing each other through uh, entranceways, and and now she hugs Charlotte. I I found that yeah, it was <laughs> quite interesting. Very odd. You know, it was weird <laughs> to have all these women out, um, like. Is Mandy Rose? Did she really think she was gonna get that shot on Sunday? Yeah, or Carmella. Carmella. No, they're like, pick me, pick me. It's like, it's like Becky was at the uh, <laughs> at the uh, Bunny Ranch in, in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pick you. Do not Google that, please. Uh, <laughs> definitely don't Google that. No, it was just it was kind of silly. Force Amy. Oh, oh, I just heard Air Force Amy. That's all I heard. Oh, so boy. Don't Google that. Don't Google that either. It was just kind of silly where, you know, that that she went up to, you know, Carmella. Like, Carmella's not fighting uh, Ronda Rousey, for God's sake. Yeah. And if she did, it would be about two seconds. What I think what should have happened was you have a 15-minute fatal four-way between Asuka, Charlotte, I don't know. Maybe throw Carmella in there, even just throw for the heck Carmella of it. in there, and, and, and yeah. somebody else. At least give it or Naomi. Uh, you know, add some story to it. Because her just going up to Charlotte was just kind of weird. Like, yeah, it just was one of those things where you kind of saw that's what was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, Charlotte out of out of the pack next to Becky is arguably the strongest you know name in in that SmackDown women's division right now. And um, what's interesting is I know we. On previous episodes, we had alluded to the possibility that um, Ronda Rousey would face Charlotte as the actual end-of-show main event for WrestleMania. Right. Which still, I mean, look, it sounds pretty cool. Now that it's happening at Survivor Series, you know, it kind of gives it away. Now it's interesting to see, you know, do they still stick with that going into Mania? Is this like a test run to see how they work together to get it right? Or do they maybe go with Becky and Ronda at Mania? But who knows? It should be interesting to see how, how this plays and out. Where, like, what's uh, what's your prediction for this uh, for this match? What do, what do, what do we think? I, I think Ronda is going to go over. Yeah. I think Ronda's yeah, going over. Yeah, I, I think so, too. What do you think, Jim? Uh, for Survivor Series, yeah. I think, I think Ronda's going to keep the title until Mania. Yeah. Yeah, and, and to your point, Nick... Um, I think that would be a, a great idea to have Becky be your showstopper for WrestleMania, uh, being just how over that she is. Um, and her going into Mania and her beating Rousey would just cement her place in, in, you know, in, in the WWE. Yeah. And uh, this could be a blessing in disguise for, um, for Becky. This injury, you know, right place, right time. Yeah, because it keeps her away from Ronda for right now. It kind of it, it keeps it keeps the possibilities, you know. It keeps it hot on the stove. In other words, it it kind of mm-hmm. like keeps it, you know, at a point where you know it could still be built off of. Do we th- do we think uh, is Lynch is out right? Like she's not. She's I think out for a little while. I don't think she's going to be, going to be out for too long. I was gonna say, would it make sense That's for her to be take some time off and then come back in the Rumble? Well, if her being a champion, that might she would have to well, drop the belt. She may have to drop the belt beforehand. Oh, yeah, that's true. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Um, but usually, if they like, if she's going to be out for too long, they would they would relinquish they would the relinquish title. Stuff, but yeah. I haven't done that yet, yeah. so I'm thinking that she'll probably stick. Yeah, out. yeah. I mean, I, I think it'll be just about the same time that Alexa Bliss will be out, and and I'm hearing maybe you know three weeks. Oh, okay. to them. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you know, yeah, you could keep you could keep her on TV and still be relevant you know within the storyline but take a step back from the in-ring beatings and stuff like that so uh, 
I, I, I would think she'll still be on TV. She's yeah. the best thing that one of the best things that she, that they have going on on, on that whole show. Even all of WWE, honestly, right. like yeah. think about a storyline you're really interested in. I mean, outside of that, yep. There's, I mean, the next. I mean, I think the next feud might be something we'd be interested in. Um, Seth Rollins, the IC champ against Shinsuke Nakamura, the US champ, which. I mean, I'm I'm thoroughly looking forward to the. It's match something itself. that's brand new. That alone is, you know, a big selling. Brand point, new, right? but is, there's literally zero storyline going into it. Right. Not yeah. A, not a drop. Nothing. As a matter of fact, it was yeah. It was one promo each. That's one, it. One promo each. Meanwhile, Rollins is in, is a few in Dean the weeds with like this crazy feud with Dean Ambrose that really should be I think they're holding that holding off on that for a I while I know but it's 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 like I know what you mean Andrew it's like um it's like a pit stop it's a pit stop and when he... it, meanwhile this match has the potential to be something really good but the the crying shame about it is that this is being treated more like a Seth Rollins like side quest if I want to call it that because yeah, everybody is, uh... everybody is far more emotionally invested and really wants to see what happens with him and Ambrose as opposed to him and Nakamura um but just by the way that the card the way Survivor Series format is set up now oh we're taking a champion from each show and putting them against each other you know to make like a a cool match but which I mean uh, that that makes sense I like the idea but yeah I think this whole season you've had You've had you've had the uh, Super Showdown. You've had the Crown Jewel. You've had Greatest Royal Rumble, Evolution, Greatest Royal Rumble. All these, you know, all these official like uh, it's almost like a, a bracket style game style. Like it's all yeah. these competition styles. That's what Survivor Series is supposed to be like. Right, competition between Raw and SmackDown. It's almost yep. like its own like World Cup ish type, like. Bragging rights type matches. Yeah, yeah. brand basically. supremacy. Yeah. Well, well, wasn't that like branding this bragging is, rights? Th- they like literally the, combined yeah. Survivor Series yeah. and bragging rights. To this paper, yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. I think this match will be awesome. I think it'll be a really good match. I I see Nakamura winning though. But, but yeah, through yeah. a through some type of weird finish. Rollins is not going with to work hopefully anymore. with Ambrose being involved. I mean. Being that this uh, feud is is so heated that Ambrose really hasn't gotten involved in any of his matches, to my recollection, he just kind of just shows up. He doesn't interfere, but I think he might get inter- interfere in this one. I can yeah, see that happening. Yeah. What, yeah. what did you guys think of the Ambrose promo promo from Monday? I thought, I, it, was, I thought it was I thought it was good. I thought it was a little weird though. It was. It could have been a lot stronger. I don't know about stronger, but I thought it was very like off-putting almost. I want to say because he he came out and he basically gave a soliloquy. That's yeah. a like that's all he soliloquy, did. Soliloquy. That's a five-dollar word. Right. That's all he did. He <laughs> he didn't really address why he, he kind of really didn't address why he turned his back on him, but he basically said that he was uh, fed up with what's going on. And he wanted to bring yeah, and he was looking Stephanie's. out for himself, right. or whatever. Right. It wasn't the um, it wasn't the deep answer that I think everybody was right. expecting him to give because of the weeks of silence and him just you know sitting around, walking around stoically, you know, staring off into space, you know, as as he typically does, you know, going into his you know supposed psychosis mode. We're thinking, oh my god, he's going to say something like you know Raven esque or Brian Pillman esque. He's really going to like go deep, but. Um, you know, the problem is, uh, I think that, um, I just think that they're still trying to build something out of it. So I'm hoping that, you know, it picks up the pace after Survivor Series and we'll just have to see how, uh, how it runs. But yeah, hoping for more. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I I could see that being as a a storyline. I mean, I'd hate to waste that match for TLC. Yeah. Maybe that could. Maybe they'll have a standalone stipulation match at uh, Royal Rumble, or that could be a major storyline going into the Royal Rumble and the actual Royal Rumble match, um, and potentially that could go on till WrestleMania. So we, yeah. we shall see. Uh, I just wanted to uh, 
jump off of that. Mm-hmm. Did anybody notice the the shitty car that he was sitting on? I was literally about to say the well, same why? thing. He was sitting on like some European car that was like two sizes too small for a human being to sit in. I was like, no, I don't think it was a European car. I think it was like a like like a '98 Dodge Viper looked like almost. But like, no, no, no. You know what? It, but why why sit on a 20 year old car? You know like, what it is? The car wasn't so small. It's just that Ambrose has been working out a lot and he got bigger. That's why the car looks smaller. <laughs> It looked, oh, like a, it looked like he was in a high school play. And like the, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the scene with the car. It's like... Just grease rep- lightning. <laughs> it's every like grease lightning in a high school play is always like some cardboard cutout of like a like a bootleg like a buggy or something. <laughs> also, I, I think, you yeah. know what it is too? I, I'm thinking that maybe because he was... I don't even think that was real gasoline. But the fact that they had a flame right next to it, they probably didn't yeah. want to put an expensive car. I, I, I was thinking that too, but I was like... <laughs> get something happened. At least get like something a little bit newer. Yeah. You know? But why have the car at all? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he could have just stood there. Good point. Yeah, he could have sat on like a one of those equipment boxes. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Or or just like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and just like a burning stand. Stand stand. And he threw, I like that he threw away his gear. Yeah, that was that was, that was cool. a cool touch. Yeah, yeah. That was a cool touch. I thought I thought he was gonna get burned. Yeah, when he, when he threw the the gear in, I thought yeah. it like leather jacket was gonna catch me. It was like, oh my god, I hope he doesn't get burned alive because he, he just put gasoline. <laughs> that's why they pre <laughs> that's, that's why they pre tape those. Segments. He's a lunatic. That's why they got to pre tape. You don't know what he'll do. <laughs> Sorry, should we jump into the Team Raw versus Team SmackDown? Sure. Match. Men's Survivor Series. Men's Match, Survivor I'm Series. Assuming. Sure. So Team Raw will be comprised of Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre. Braun, Strowman, Finn Balor, and my man, Bobby. Bobby Ashley. Lashley. Chris, you're, Chris you're, is cutting out at the worst time. You're Damn cutting it. out at the absolute worst time. The Staten Island reception is not treating you well. My man, Bobby Lashley. Still doing it. I, I think it's a sign that they don't want you to do that I, anymore. I think, I think whatever phone service you use knows... <laughs> You know the nose like the Leo Rush sound. Did I? Did I get? I think there's somebody sitting. Cease and desist. I, I think I think you got to cease and desist through through Verizon or AT and T. You know what you got to do? You got to do it at random so that way they can't catch you. So you, you don't lead into it. Uh, oh damn! Wow! Literally. Wow! There, I think they have like a, a dedicated uh, branch of the CIA <laughs> that goes into Leo Rush references. The Lashley yeah. sensor. <laughs> Uh, so that, that's the other team Raw uh, team, team Raw and Team SmackDown is the Miz, Shane O'Mac, Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe, and Jeff Harvey. Jeff yes. Harvey. Harvey. Yes, I said Jeff Harvey. Jeff Harvey. <laughs> so who do we think? I mean, okay, there's not much storyline going into this match, but who do we think is going to win SmackDown? I, I think SmackDown. You know why? Win. Because Stephanie did mention it was kind of like a little bit of a hint that you know Raw has won the last two years. Yeah. So I wonder if SmackDown actually pulls it out this year. I, I honestly think SmackDown has a better team. I'm gonna say yeah, I think they have I think they have a much more interesting team. Yeah. Like I, I like Strowman's on Raw. I like Balor is on Raw, and I also like Ziggler's on Raw. McIntyre, eh. And Lashley, I, I don't know why they're pushing him so hard. I, Lashley. Yeah, there we Did go. I get it. There, there you go. go. Um, but SmackDown is a, a solid team. It's Miz, Shane Mac, Mysterio, Samoa Joe, and Jeff Hardy. I would love to see Samoa Joe shine in this match. He has been a good soldier, losing all of those matches to AJ Styles, that I think this is where you really let him shine and be uh, the big player. Uh, maybe eliminating one of the bigger guys, maybe... Uh, Lashley, maybe uh, I don't think they'll have him beat Drew McIntyre. I think Drew McIntyre is. I think there's going to be some shenanigans with the way he loses. I, I, I think um, what's going to happen, um, if I might interject here, I think what's going to happen is everyone on Raw is going to get eliminated, except for Strowman. Right. And uh, but then, but then, do you have him go and chase? Baron Corbin and he gets counted out or some stupid yeah, nonsense. Yeah, I think something with that is going to happen. It oh, won't God. be a clean finish. Yeah. I got to say, what the one of my favorite Survivor Series matches was like two years ago, 
I like it was it was not it was like one of these like Raw versus SmackDown. I remember how much fun it was because you had like you had like Roman Reigns and Seth on one team and you had Dean on the other team and AJ Styles was on the SmackDown team and Ambrose Rollins and and uh, Reigns teamed up for like one night only and they like put AJ through a table. I thought uh-huh. that was awesome. Yeah, I really don't know where I was going with that. I was just like a memory I had. But there's not like, there's not much story here. It's literally just Shane and Stephanie arguing and then putting teams together that they, that they think would win. As much as I I prefer SmackDown to win, and I think SmackDown will win because they're going into that deal with Fox next year. Yeah, they're yep. going to want to look. You know, you, you, we we can't keep calling SmackDown the B show. Yeah, because it it clearly isn't. No, it's not. It's like SmackDown has something good every week. Raw has something great every once in a while. But for the most part, Raw is pretty like snooze fest. Right. It drags. It, yeah. Raw drags. SmackDown is two hours, and if it was a good show, it was a good show. If it was a Nash show, it was a Nash show. Yeah, but you didn't have to. You didn't have to waste. Not waste, but you didn't have to sit through three hours, maybe uh, two hours of actual content, an hour of commercials. It's. it's I can't watch it live anymore. I have to DVR it. Hmm. Um, Understandable. So I, I think, I think SmackDown will win, but yeah, I think so. It's definitely. hard to argue why Raw wouldn't win because I mean, look, you have. Dolph against Shane. You have Drew against Miz. You have Strowman, Lashley against. against. La- I'm saying I'm saying Lashley, Lashley. as Leo Rush now. No matter in what context. <laughs> My man, Bobby Lashley. There you go. Man, CIA really does not want you to say Le- like any Leo Rush references. My God. Uh, all right, so, so I think we're all I think we're all in agreement that SmackDown will win. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. Uh, do we do we want to jump up to the women's? Uh, yeah, let's jump over sure. to the ladies. Uh, so Team Raw is going to be uh, Mickey James, Nia Jax, Tamina, Natty, and Ruby Riot, uh, with uh, Bliss, Morgan, and Logan on the on the other sidelines. And uh, SmackDown is going to be Carmella, Naomi, Sonya Deville, Asuka, and a I believe a mystery fifth person, right? This I feel like this might be like along the lines of like Trish or Lita, or Lita right? So who do we think mm-hmm. is going to go down in this one? I think Team Raw is going to win this one. I'm going to say yeah. Team Raw. Yeah. I think they need it with all. I would say the, Raw too. Yeah, team SmackDown has a very weak team. I think besides Carmella and Oscar. Carmella is money, John. Yeah, remember that. Mella <laughs> is money. She'll be home. She'll be stat- near Staten Island. <laughs> Makes me wonder how they're going to treat Nia Jax in this match, considering the alleged heat on her because of the uh, Becky incident. But that's all speculation well, at this well, point. We'll yeah, see. Well, what, did, what did you read, uh, Nick? That, um, well, I mean, the obvious cause of Becky getting injured was Nia Jax, you know, giving right. her a, a good slug to the face. But supposedly Becky... Um, Gave her a good shot before that, and um, I don't know if that was Nia retaliating. I mean, look, you know, stuff happens. I mean, you know, it's 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 not ballet, but um, I just uh, I think because Becky got injured, it, there's more heat on on uh, Nia for this. Um, so uh, I I don't know. I mean, the heat part is is just a rumor. I mean, or, I'm, or I'm is, spewing out speculation right or, here. Or is Nia just playing a really good heel? Well, now she has to. I mean, she has to keep it going. I mean, she has no choice. Now. Yeah. Well, do you do you think beforehand Becky went up to Diane and said, "Hit me as hard as you can, break my nose." I, I no, mean, I, that could happen. Right. So she's probably. I mean, it's because supposedly Becky is a tough, tough son of a bitch. You know, tough son of a bitch. in these, <laughs> yeah, in these um, big, you know, I call them brawl segments where everyone's just like all over the place and everyone's just like chaotically you know interacting with one another stuff like this i'm not surprised you know that this doesn't happen more often because it's like a way to like sneak shot in you know because not everybody's paying attention to you so if you wanted to stiff shot somebody that's probably your best chance to do it so i mean you know i I always think about the the, um i'll never forget about 10 years ago was the ecw brawl when uh 
the blue meanie bashed JBL in the face with the chair, like legitimately like swung the chair right at his head and hit him because there was some heat between them, but now they're best friends. So <laughs> go figure. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where I guess it's like, you know, letting it out of your respective systems, but at the end of the day, respecting each, each other because you're both respect. in the same game together, you know, respect, not trying to kill each other. Respect. Yeah. So. Mm. Well, I get, I bet her, her heel turn couldn't have come at a better time. <laughs> this is correct. No, it couldn't have. Okay. Um, so I, I think we're in agreement there that uh, Team Raw is going to win the women's. Uh, I think we're all match. saying Team Raw, baby. I think team, so too. They need it. They need to win. All right. What What are the matches we have on this? Uh, uh, there's the uh, the, the, the the tag team elimination match, but I don't think anyone really cares about that. Well, it's a, well, it's just a mishmash of everyone else that hasn't been. See. Yeah. I I am I am a firm believer in that every Survivor Series needs a good tag team, three singles competitors and one tag team. Yeah, but th- this one is way oversaturated with everyone. Oh my god, look at this. Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. The Revival. The B-Team. Lucha House Party. And The Ascension. That's just Team Raw. Against The Usos, New Day, Sanity, The Club, and The Colons. I don't. It's like, a, it's like a mishmash of like jobbers. Yeah, and it, it, it kind of sucks because out of all those tag teams, I would probably say they should have just left Root and Gable and the Usos, and maybe New Day. But I, I feel like I feel like everyone else on that list is it's awful. The, it's <laughs> the entire. It's the yeah, entire, entire lo- locker room. It's the entire like raw uh, uh, tag team. Division mm-hmm. is going to be in this match. Right. And it's ten. It's it's and it's on pre-show. It's not on. Yes, it is. It's not on uh, on the main card. So that shows you what they think about this. It's right. going to be on six p.m. when everyone's still at church on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll still be praying. Yeah. While Bobby Roode's getting uh, jobbed out by Connor on the uh, <laughs> of the uh, ascension, but. <laughs> Honest to God, I did not even realize that the Colognes were still with WWE. Well, they're not on TV very often. No. Yeah. And, they were and... still in their jeans, for crying out loud. It's like they said, take your shirt off and be in this segment. And it's just so it's so bizarre because like they're just there just hasn't there hasn't been to me at least. I mean, you guys all I think we all can agree with this that the tag team division has just not been good for a while. I mean, there's nothing compelling. There's really not, other than the New Day when they really got hot and, you know, okay, you know what? They, they, you know, they went out on their own and to their own credit, they, by their own merit, you know, made something out of it. And, but for me, it's like, I remember when tag team wrestling used to be such a big part of the program. And now it's just like, for me, an afterthought because it's just, not just for the sake of there's just so many of them. It's just, I, I, I can't explain it. It's just like, it, it really just, has been weak. Nick, so are, are you saying that it wasn't a good move to have Braun Strowman squash the entire tag division in the opening minutes of Raw? Literally, as the show went on the air, the there was a, a, a tag team battle royal going on, and Strowman just Yeah, what, came what was out. that about? He just Bro, it, was, it was an attempted battle royale. And he literally yeah, just was, threw everyone out of the ring. Yeah, he, it was so weird. Usually they open up Raw with a... A bike segment. You want to talk about burial? Yeah, right. You know, because because you know a lot of people on the web like to throw the word buried around a lot. You know, when they think because a guy's on TV every week and he's losing matches, like you know Samoa Joe's getting buried or Kevin Owens is getting buried. This to me was a burial because this was like you know something. It's like you're taking all these guys that unfairly are all being lumped together into literally a garbage bag. And being thrown out of the ring. And just as if to say, you know, your your segment, you know, nobody has interest in you. So we're just going to send out, you know, our, our monster and just, you know, it's going to throw you all out, you know. My favorite was the uh, was the revival had some had some weird uh, they had some weird promo last week. And they're talking about the Lucha House Party. They're like we are we're believers in old school tag team wrestling. We're the best tag team on this roster. I just said nope. You're you're definitely not. You're definitely not. It's hard to it's hard to it's hard to yeah, call no, anybody I, the best. Yeah, really, the, the, it's like I think the I, best tag I, team champ the best tag team champions were, were Seth Rollins. 
Well, yeah, I, I, you know, I can't even like, you know, if you want to go based off of success and, and, you know, a gimmick, I mean, the new day stale is, yeah, the new day yeah. is still the best tag team to me because they still have relevance and it's just, you know, tag teams were always important because they used to be a, um, a jumping pad for, um, a singles competitor, right. you know, at the time when someone splits off, everyone can <laughs> talk about the Rockers and Shawn Michaels and the Hart Foundation with Bret Hart. I mean, you know, those are, you know, some very easy examples. But, you know, th- that was the hope is that, you know, a strong tag team would, would you know, would breed that. You know, you had Jeff Hardy coming out of the Hardy Boys, arguably being the more over guy who, who carried the heavyweight title. You had Edge coming out of Edge and Christian. You know, I mean, Bubba Ray was probably the one out of the Dully Boys that they wanted to do something with, but I guess it just didn't pan out. But the point is, you know, when you had dominant tag teams, strong tag teams, you know, it at least groomed, you know, one of the two to to become, uh, you know, big. But now I, I look at this list of tag teams and I'm like, who's going to jump out of this pack? I mean, I, I'm sure somebody will, but it's hard to tell right now, you know, because the way they're being booked. So, I mean, AOP... Just, I'm sorry, Andrew. AOP yeah. is the most dominant tag team. I mean, who's their competition? They, yeah, they're monstrous. Exactly. Yeah. They they were given the titles essentially by you know Seth Rollins. A two on yeah two yeah. on one match against Seth Rollins. And actually, Chris, you bring up a really good point. So before we jump away from this uh, team Raw and team SmackDown tag team thing. Uh, the four, the forty person who do, yeah the, the eighty seven person tag match <laughs> who do we think is winning this just so we can uh, I I think SmackDown's taking it because SmackDown yeah has... I I think the Usos are you know really interesting on camera and they're the captains and they've been getting a pretty big push lately mm-hmm. I, I think they go over hundred percent they're going over I don't I don't know I'm gonna I might go with Team Raw on this one because just just based on the fact Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. I mean, they, 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 everyone likes them as a, a ragtag tag team, as a you know. As, you know, they, they may that. want to give the rub to the to the raw guys just to prove that you know, like you know, the ascension are still relevant, the revival is still relevant, and the Bobby Roode and Chad Gable thing still has legs. But right, I guess we'll see. But also, the other yeah. thing that I just noticed that SmackDown has twelve guys and Raw has eleven. Well. That's because New Day is uh, three, uh, Kofi, and or Xavier Woods. So, so two of that, two yeah. out of the three will have to compete out of that group, right? And then you also have Sanity too. I mean, because yeah, is, is all three of Sanity going to compete? Well, it says and or. Uh, yeah, yeah. Weird. All right. Well, I guess they'll decide on they'll decide on Sunday. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so jumping off of that, but now I think uh, now we should go into the AOP. To, uh, you down with AOP? Yeah, Chris, you know. Yeah, me. you know me. Uh, you go. <laughs> So Tokar and Razor, basically, this was a fox and a, and a tortoise that Shredder had. Oh, whoop! Wrong tag team. Uh, not not Stanley Comics, by the way. Uh, I think uh, Asgard and um, uh, Razor. Either way, th- these guys will take on the Bar. The Bar. For brand supremacy, I think AOP is going over. Yeah, I think yeah, they're going to go makes over. Sense. Makes sense. You need to do it. Four powerhouse guys. Yeah. At, at this stage in Big Show's career, and in, on some level, Sheamus, with him being injured and doesn't have a whole lot of time left, uh, you know, in the business, I think they're in a position to really put them over um, as a real dominant tag team. And I think that Sheamus is going to eat the pin here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I would I I do want to point out uh, I would like to see Cesaro do the uh, Cesaro swing on one of those guys. No, those I want him are... to do it on that manager, that little. But do it with one arm. Uh, Drake, Drake Maverick looks like my brother-in-law's Star Wars toys. <laughs> hey, it looks like a big GI Joe figure. Yeah, uh, yeah. Th- this is true. Well, you can buy action figures his size at Toys R. Well, <laughs> rest in peace, Toys R Us. Uh, Jeffrey's toy box. That's the other new uh, iteration. Which I actually saw on my trip to Korea, actually, a couple of weeks ago. There was yeah. a Jeffrey's toy box. Well, it was, it was actually, it still had the Toys R Us sign. Uh, it, was in a, it was in a mall in Korea. And, uh, yeah, so, Jeffrey still lives. <laughs> Ooh, all right, let's, um, uh, let's move through this card a little bit. All right, uh, uh, Lesnar and uh, Daniel Bryan. Ooh, yes. So, so yeah. yeah, huge. Wow. Huge, people. It's going to be huge. Uh, 
I know Daniel Bryan very well. This will be my best match of SmackDown history. <laughs> no, but uh, that. Th- so I was I was putting some clothes away, and I got a text from Nick saying, "Yo, you see what happened on SmackDown?" And I literally paused the DVR and I I pressed play, and it was right at the AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan match. Nick, Chris, do you guys want to go into what happened? Uh, yeah, I was. I, I learned about it uh, this this morning on on um, social media, and so I rushed home from work very quickly so I could watch the match. It was an incredible match. Did you uh, so, did you Leo rush home <laughs> with Bobby? Chris, I swear, every time you do a Leo rush impression, the FBI is blocking you from doing it. <laughs> I must have gotten a, a, a cease and desist electronic email. I don't know. Whatever. Lashley. Lashley. There, I'll, I'll do it for you. Lashley. Lashley. <laughs> this is bizarre. Lashley. I can't even do it right. That's why I can, can't can, do it. Chris, can, can you say Ashley? Ashley. Say it like you're saying Lashley. Ashley. Okay, so maybe maybe, maybe, maybe your phone just sucks, but okay. <laughs> that's why we that's why we need you here. We need you to come over to Bridge just to say Lashley. All right, all right. Maybe next week. Um, I don't know what I was talking about. Uh, yeah. Brian and Lesnar. Brian and Lesnar, yeah. Oh yes. Okay, so uh, I'll set the scene on SmackDown. So AJ Styles came out and was talking about how he's gonna this time beat um, Lesnar, who you know, tapped out last year, if you guys remember. Um, and You mean, what? Uh, a- well, AJ beat, oh no, uh, Lesnar beat AJ last year, right? Yeah, is okay. that what I said? Did I, I miss that? I think you said he tapped. Yeah, didn't didn't AJ tap? I don't think AJ tapped. But... No, he got pinned with the F5, but... He got pinned with the yeah. F5. All right, never mind. All right, so my, my point isn't as profound. <laughs> Good try. Right. Uh, but... Apparently, Daniel Bryan took a set. Well, no, Paul Heyman showed up and started talking about Daniel Bryan and the match that he had. Yeah, you might have beat him, whatever. And then Daniel Bryan came out and took exception to that. And there was this uh, brawl that, you know, you know, Charles Robinson couldn't separate himself. Um, and, then, and then they had uh, another backstage brawl uh, right in front of Shane and Paige. And Shane uh, actually booked the match for later that night. Um, and then it was the heel turn that nobody saw coming. Daniel Bryan actually did a low blow on AJ Styles while the ref was down or not looking. Um, and immediately the fans started to boo. It was exactly it was the reaction crazy, that yeah. they wanted. That's the reaction you get when Daniel Bryan, it's like Dean Ambrose, when he turned heel, people don't want that. They want a face. It's just, it worked so well well it worked well um didn't Daniel Bryan already turn heel once before he when, was when he went heel when, when he was doing the whole no shtick the no yeah and people the were no nuts shtick. for that he was doing no and then he was like uh fooling around with AJ Lee yes you know it's funny who <laughs> AJ Lee it's now and he's had his other major heel turn yeah he had another turn with another AJ yeah. Oh, dang. <laughs> what, what wow. wow. Good point. Oh, my God. Counter Reeves meme. <laughs> that is pretty loose, but go get aliens. <laughs> AJ's. <laughs> uh, that was... It, it finally... Like, he snapped. He finally snapped. Now, I... I, th- I mean... Some people are complaining. I've seen, you know, some some people complaining. Oh, this is not the way Brian should have won it. But that's the point. That's why we're upset now. That's why we're mad at Daniel Bryan because he was the he's the you know the underdog that took the easy way out. Yeah, he cheated. He cheated. He cheated, and now he cheated. We got a bad champion. Were <laughs> <laughs> you AJ's grandfather? <laughs> um. But you know what? I, I think really it it they had to do something to generate um, emotional interest in the card, and I think that doing AJ and Brock again would have been cool. But it's already been done. 
Um, so how do you change it up? You get somebody else in there, just like they did last year, taking Jinder Mahal out and, and putting AJ in at the time. Now, you know, you turn Brian heel. Um, I, um, I thought the move was really cool. I thought that Brian, I think it was time for him for a character change. I think he was overdue for it because I think he was getting stale. Um, as far as being a face, I think that, you know, if they made him go through that run of being the underdog and, you know, winning the rumble and going to mania, it would have been cool, but it's been done. It's, you know, this was it. a, this was a, a curveball, a welcome curveball that, you know, as a fan of the product, I got to say, you know what? Um, I like when they surprise us. I like, you know, having these changes come around, you know, that take, can't you catch you off guard that that was, that's the whole essence of. You know, growing up being a wrestling fan because you never really yeah. predict what would happen. That's, ex- and... that's exactly right, Nick. That's part of why we fell in love with and the business. Yeah, I, it was it was a, it was a similar like Dean Ambrose style heel, heel turn because he wasn't. I don't think he even meant to give Styles a, a low blow, but he 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 did it anyway, and he was like, "Screw it, I'm just gonna take advantage of it." And that was it. So we'll say. Yeah. All right. So um. And I believe there's actually just one more match. Oh, actually, before wait, we go, wait, we got yeah, <laughs> to talk about the actual match. Predictions, predictions. Who's so winning? Wait, Brock Lesnar now and 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 uh, Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson <laughs> will will face each other on Sunday, which is huge. I don't. I okay. think I don't know. It's like just, Brian has all this momentum right now, but Lesnar at the same time is. It's going to end in a in a non clean finish. Yeah, and I think I, Styles is going to interrupt. Yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah, I think it's going to be a no contest. Yeah, I think I think yeah. Lesnar's going to win by uh by DQ. Yeah, yeah, because because what does AJ do when AJ is not even on the Survivor Series, you know, right. uh, men's team, right. right? Not even on the card anymore. So what is he going to do? He's got to he's got to do a run in and um distract, you know, Brian. Daniel Bryan. I almost I call him Brian Danielson. Thanks, John. Because you're, <laughs> you're welcome. You're an indie Mark. You're indie an Mark. Indie Mark an indie man. Indie Get off Mark. the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I think we're all in agreement that it's not going to be a clean finish. And, yeah, there's uh, no way that could be a clean no. finish. And Lesnar will win by default. Default. I AJ not at a uh, at a pay per view. I'm a little upset about that. Not good for business. I think the uh, I think my my emotion is is represented in, a, in, in that Hannibal Burst meme, the whack. <laughs> <laughs> when he's looking whack. up, he's like, oh. <laughs> so we have, all right, so we, we we pretty much went through the card. What else was on? Uh, the, we had anything else? Uh, Rousey, are we doing the Rousey and Flair? Did we say who was going to win that match? Was that the? First oh, I think that was Ronda. Yeah, yeah, we all said Ronda. Uh, and then there's also pre-show Buddy Murphy and uh, Muhammad Ali. I mean Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali. <laughs> uh, it's, um, I think I'm going to use this time to probably get the wings to be to be real. Uh, I think Buddy Murphy's going to keep it. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, sure. And he'll debut uh, either the Monday after Rumble or Monday after uh, Media. Yeah, right. <laughs> Although I will say uh, I, I have seen some of uh, Mustafa Ali's <clears throat> matches. He's extraordinarily talented, and sooner or later he's going to be carrying mm-hmm. that Cruiserweight title. So we're we're running a little bit low on time, so I think we got to get through the next two segments pretty quick. Do you guys want to skip to uh, three minute booking, or should we do uh, Survivor Series? I said we do quick Survivor Series dream teams. Yes, I, I have my dream team all planned up. We can go through that real quick. Chris, do you have yours? Nick, do you have yours? Yeah, I got mine. Uh, I could figure one out. <laughs> so dream team meaning five guys, and we just say burgers and fries. Them. Burgers and fries. Can, wait, can I go through mine real quick? Because sure. mine sure. actually put sure. some thought into. So my oh, dream damn. team. Damn. Yeah, damn. All right, you guys are gonna. You guys might freak out, but my dream team will be managed by Ric Flair. So he won't be on the actual team, but he will, they will be managed by Ric Flair. We have Triple H, the cerebral assassin, Kurt Angle, the technical genius, Kane, the muscle. And a high-flying, uh, nimble tag team, Hardy Boys. Ooh, okay. That right. is my team. And, and mind you, this is Triple H, circa like 2002, Kurt Angle, circa 2002, Kane, circa, circa 99, and Hardy Boys, circa 
uh, 90, like, eight, nine. Okay. <laughs> All right, for yeah, the pro mid-card um, My pick, my list of five, um, Undertaker, uh, Bret Hart, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels, and the fifth is, for me, Chris Jericho. Ooh. Like that's, Ooh. A really, that's a really good... You got a little technical, a little high-flying action in there. I like it. A little mix of everything. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. I, I, go, go, go ahead, John. Go, no, go for it, Chris. No, I, I was just because I have uh, two some, two of the same picks for Nick. So I would go with Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, John Cena, The Undertaker, and the Macho Man, Randy Savage. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. That's a right. lot of star power on one yeah. team. That's that's very big. Yeah, that's a lot of star power you know, on one team. You know, Chris, uh, you kind of got one of mine on there, too. Oh, gee, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. I was I was going to pick uh, Macho Man, Rey Mysterio. Huh. Uh, I was also going to say uh, Shawn Michaels. Um, Probably Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant. Your muscle. As wow. the muscle. And as the fifth guy, um, probably Benoit. I, I'm going to put Benoit Who? there. Exactly. Who's that guy? Guys, this is the last episode of the podcast. We, think, <laughs> uh, we hope you had a great uh, journey. Thank you to all of our us. sponsors who stuck with us. <laughs> 13 episodes. All the way here. It's been, it's been real. Oh, and, uh, and managed by uh, uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan. All right. Oh, a, I had him down too. That's an excellent, excellent choice. You took all the good managers. No, I mean, Chris Benoit as a wrestler is, you know, as a wrestler, yes. Yeah, of course. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, those are, that's a good, I like that. Now, listen, to all of our fans out there, you can come up with your own team and see if, uh, see how they compare it to our group. We'll be posting some stuff on uh, social media and we'll get the, some, some conversations going, but we wanted to give you guys our hot takes and you could uh, try to, to ma- try to match up and come up with a good team. There we go, and uh, by, by that you can actually reach out, reach out to us on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Gmail, uh, Carrier Pigeon, whatever. Um, <laughs> Pigeon. However, the show is not over. Show's not over. Show is not over. So now we are introducing at this point in boy, this time, oh boy, our new segment. This new is a, segment. New segment. That's not the real uh, audio big, clip. Big segment. Um, three minute booking. Three minute booking. Andrew, would you like to explain how this is going to work? Yes. So. What we've decided to do is, uh, so I'm trying to think about I'm great, sorry, I'm already laughing just thinking about what, to, what this is going to turn into. It. So, all right, essentially, Nick here <coughs> will have, or one of us each week will have three minutes to book a random feud. So, one of us will pick a random wrestler that won't tell anyone else who it is. Uh, first week um, is going to be male, male, uh, male yeah, superstars. So we'll, we'll be focusing on male superstars this week. Uh, another one up. So two of us will pick two separate wrestlers. We'll have no idea as to who these wrestlers are. And another one of us will select a big four pay-per-view where this feud will culminate. So this week, John has picked a wrestler. Chris has picked a wrestler. And I have picked a uh, uh, one of the major pay-per-views where this feud will culminate. Nick, um, and then... by the way, they have to be current wrestlers, current, yes. currently active on the roster. Currently active uh, on the roster, so you may we may have a situation where we have uh, Drake Maverick going up against uh, Brock Lesnar at uh, Survivor Series. Who knows? So, so, so none of us have written any of these down. Nope. But we're going strictly off of the uh, honor system. So once we tell Nick who these competitors are and what the pay per view is, he will have three minutes to come up with a compelling engaging story and we will rate it once it's once it's done we will grade it and then everyone you know on uh in in the social sphere can grade it as well and please don't use red ink on your feedback it hurts my feelings (laughs) (laughs) so i am going uh, so i have my uh pay-per-view in my head it's not going to be any surprise anyone who knows me um then john and and chris will reveal their uh will reveal their superstars and then at that point nick will have Three minutes. We'll give you like ten seconds. I think a little bit. Then you'll have three minutes. <laughs> All right. So, John, who is your wrestler? Well, you didn't tell us what pay, uh, what pay per view. Are you going to tell us or okay? Oh, the pay per view. All right. I'll, I'll go first. The pay per view, where this uh, feud will culminate, will be 
<laughs> you know, if Danny was here, he would be perfect at doing this because he hits everything. <laughs> the pay-per-view will be the Royal Rumble. All right. Shocker. Of course. Shocker. Told you. It's my favorite pay-per-view. Okay. All right. John, who is your uh, who is your wrestler? Nick, my wrestler for you, TJP. TJ Perkins. All right. TJ Perkins. All right, Chris. Damn. Who is your wrestler? Nicky. Christopher. <laughs> your wrestler that I have chosen for you is Apollo Crews. Ooh, this is actually pretty interesting. Okay, Nick, think about it for about 10 seconds, all right? 10, 9, 8. So, uh, so Chris, seven, how are you doing? 6. Uh, I'm all right. Yeah, you doing good? How are you? How are you? How's your wife? Three minutes. She's in watching. Um, oh God, what's that one? The, the, this American is us? Horror Story. Oh, okay. No, this uh, is us. I watch later. <laughs> All right, three <laughs> minutes will start now. Nick, wow us, baby. Okay, so I would think that in this scenario, Apollo Cruz is the face. T.J. Perkins is the heel because I think that's the current alignment right now with okay. T.J.P. I know, I know Apollo Cruz is the face. Um, I think that both guys, right off the bat, you know, are very athletic. So I think this storyline will have to be based off of a, of a battle of, of strictly, you know, in-ring work. You know, who's the better athlete? Um, as you know, TJ Perkins has a background in real life of being someone who was actually homeless at one point. I don't know how far ago, how far long ago it was, but he was homeless at one point. So it was part of an inspirational story. It, it was a big talking point going into the cruiserweight classic when he debuted um i could be wrong about that but i thought there was something that was similar to that um i think that um you know that could be a a plot element um where tjp tries to get sympathy from people and uh you know apollo cruz is winning a series of matches on his own and um at one point tjp comes out and uh interrupts Apollo Crews during a post-match uh, interview uh, with Renee Young and, uh, you know, TJP comes out and starts the feud right there and he says, you know, Apollo, you know, nobody cares about you. You know, you're just an underachiever. You know, you should be, people out here should be caring about me. You know, I'm a superior athlete. I could, you know, get in that ring with you and I could outclass you every way possible. And then, uh, you know, so, um, so then uh, TJP has his match, you know, and he, you know, beats some other guy you know and then uh, apollo cruz is you know sitting by ringside you know and watching tjp and then after match tjp comes off the ring and he goes over to the announce table and you know they start mouthing at each other and then tjp smacks apollo cruz in the face and then apollo cruz grabs tjp and they start brawling with each other and they start having a you know a big struggle and then uh so then eventually um they have a series of matches over a couple of weeks where, you know, they split it one and one until eventually there's a big brawl backstage. And then eventually it's decided that these two guys will have a match at the Royal Rumble. And so then eventually, um, you know, they have a good 15, 20 minute match. But at the end of it, Apollo Crews is the one that comes out as the winner, uh, furthering along his uh, real life uh, push. And I think that is seconds. what pushes him into the mid card officially. Uh, TJP uh, goes back to 205 Live and continues to be a dominant heel. And uh, not long after that, you'll see TJP winning the Cruiserweight title, I think, because, uh, you know, he's been very good. 15. And so there is my booking of a TJP versus Apollo Crews leading to the Royal Rumble. 10 seconds. <laughs> wow. 10 seconds to spare. Wow. Not only, not only did, was Nick under three minutes in that one. He actually gave us more about after what's happened, after the Royal Bubble. So, kudos <laughs> to you, Nicholas. Very well uh, done, Nick. That was Off a good, the top I, of your head. I like um, it. I but, like by it. the way, I just want to throw this out there. Uh, you said TJP uh, was homeless. I don't think he was. I think you're thinking of uh, Rick Swan. Oh, all right. But, but close enough. Can you handle it? There was, handle it? There was some kind of hardship thing, I thought, but yeah. all right. Nick, I gotta say that was that was a pretty good story. It's it, it helped uh, Apollo Cruz get over, which I yeah. think is ideal. Um, what what was your what were your thoughts going into uh, the three minute booking, Nick? I, I want I want to hear this perspective. I was like saying to myself, uh, well, that is when the light bulb went off. That sound is what I heard in my head when I thought the storyline. Um, 
I thought to myself, gosh, I wish I watched more 205 Live. (laughs) 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 But um, you know what? Uh, I guess uh, we've we've watched wrestling so much, I think that we could always pull a classic storyline out of the hat and just apply it to anybody. Yep. There you go. Yeah. So... Well, that was good. So, all of our fans at home, let us know what you thought about three minute booking. This is a new segment we're going to go roll out with each week um, until we come up with a, a few more segments. Yeah, we're going to come up with a few more segments. Maybe this might uh, <laughs> be quarterly. Maybe, maybe this will be a five minute booking <laughs> next time around. Uh, um, so, I think that's going to wrap up tonight's show. Uh, if you want to, you can reach out to us on Twitter at Empty Arena Show. Gmail's uh, emptyarenapodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we are on social media, including Instagram and Facebook. Um, if you want, reach out to like us. us. Like us. Yes. Subscribe. <laughs> Guys, if you're listening to Subscribe. us and love us, please, please, I, I, please review us on iTunes. Review us on iTunes. Review uh, we, us. We, we literally only have like three and a half reviews. And most of them are from uh, John's wife, Christina, who is an angel. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have my lovely wife, Caroline, do it too. She's literally going to write, this podcast sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> Love Caroline. Um, Rub my feet, Chris! <laughs> but, uh, but on that note, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we'll see yeah. you next week. Enjoy your Survivor Series. Excelsior. Right. Later, everyone. Peace out. Oh, I hate down. down.